When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling. It's Wednesday, January 20th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Call him. Take control of your dental health. Do it right now. 317-849-2933. Let's talk about sports. Not entirely surprising news being made today by Philip Rivers as he announced his retirement through local media in San Diego. Not through Adam Schefter, right? Not through those guys, but through a local reporter in San Diego. And I think that's the way it ought to be. And I applaud Philip Rivers for doing that. Bob Kravitz of The Athletic pointed that out, and I couldn't agree more with Bob. Do it through the local guys. The local guys spend a lot of time with you. And those who are critical of Indianapolis media saying, hey, nobody ever built a relationship with Philip Rivers that he thought to do it through the Indianapolis media. He spent 16 years in San Diego. He spent one year here, and none of us ever got a chance to meet him. The closest we got to him was on the practice field during training camp. So Philip Rivers, he did it the right way, did it through San Diego media. Congratulations to him. Not only doing that, but on a terrific career. And the last chapter of that career was also terrific. 11-5 and for the Colts. He played as well as anybody had a right to believe he might. Philip Rivers, in the twilight of his career, got the Colts to within three points of beating the Buffalo Bills, who might wind up winning the Super Bowl. Almost got that done. And I think that the end of that game had something to do with Philip Rivers' decision. Two and a half minutes left. They've got the ball. Granted, they got to go almost the length of the football field. But if you're a dynamic quarterback, you give your team a chance to get into field goal range. And Rivers couldn't do it with the Colts. So he knows what the score is. He's got coach high school football and good for him. And, and what a guy with the media, honest to goodness, as good an interview as there has ever been. You ask him a bad question, you're going to get a great answer. Ask him a great question, you're going to get a great answer too. A pleasure to talk to via Zoom every single week. I only wish that COVID hadn't been around so we could get in the locker room and kind of get to know him a little bit better on a social level. But you know what? It was what it was. And getting to know him at the level that we got to was a complete pleasure. So replacing Philip Rivers, 
what are the Colts going to be able to do? Here's how important the quarterback position is in the National Football League as we look ahead to Championship Sunday, right? Here's, and, and I know all analytics are flawed in some way, shape, or form, but let's just look at raw touchdown numbers, okay? In touchdowns, the guys remaining of the four remaining teams, right, we're talking about Rodgers, Allen, Mahomes, not in that order necessarily, and Tom Brady, they finished first, second, fourth, and fifth in touchdowns thrown. In QBR, Rodgers, Mahomes, and Allen were one, two, and three. Brady was number nine. So it stands to reason that if you've got a quarterback who's in the top 10 in QBR, you kind of got a chance. And if you don't have one of those, you have no chance. Phillip Rivers finished this season 19th ranked in QBR, 17th in touchdowns. And that's just about where the Colts were. If the Colts hadn't gotten really fortunate in two games against the Texans and one against the Packers, they finished this season 8-8. Eight and eight. They were a mediocre team in the NFL that overachieved a little bit because of good fortune and a not-so-tough uh, schedule. And they played almost perfect football during enough of the games to be able to be competitive in those games and take advantage of the mistakes as they were made by opponents. That's kind of what the Colts were, because at the quarterback position, that is what they were. So how are they going to improve at quarterback in the near term and the long term? That's the question that Chris Ballard is going to earn a lot of money by answering, or he's going to forfeit a lot of money by answering it. I think he's going to get it right. But look at those guys that I named. All right, Mahomes, Allen, Rodgers. What do they have in common? They were drafted by the team for whom they currently play. Brady, granted, a free agent at the age of 43, having left the Patriots. The Patriots didn't want to pay him anymore. They wanted to go in another direction. Brady also wanted to go in another direction. So Brady leaves. He's ninth in QBR. All right? You've got to go get your guy through the draft. Is it Jacob Eason? I have no idea. You got the 21st overall pick in this year's draft. Can you trade up and get absolutely the guy you believe it is? Look, timing is everything in the NFL, especially in drafts. If Bill Tobin had successfully answered the question prior to the 1997 season as to who the quarterback should be for the Colts and not trusted it to a cabal of guys led by Jim Harbaugh, and they go, let's say the Colts go 6-10 in, in 1997. In the 1998 draft, the Colts are not drafting number one overall, and they don't get Peyton Manning. It's all about timing. Is this draft the one where you can go get the guy who is going to shepherd your franchise through a decade of success? It doesn't happen very often. The Colts, in 2011, with Manning on the bench, having had the multiple neck surgeries, they don't do so well. They're 2-14, and and they go and they get Andrew Luck. And you think, okay, here's another 12- to 15-year guy. Andrew Luck decides that that's not the way he's going to live his life. And so you wind up kind of holding the bag, and you say, oh, my God, what do we do? Well, it's Jacoby Brissett. Oh, wait, no, it's Phillip Rivers, because Jacoby Brissett's price or uh, uh, yards passing per attempt is like 6.7, and that's not good enough to operate this offense. So they go out and get a guy like Phillip Rivers, who's about 7.7, 7.8 yards per attempt, and all of a sudden, they get better. Brissett, do you bring Brissett back 
as the starter for this team? No, no, and no. You know what Jacoby Brissett is, and Jacoby Brissett is never going to be that guy who finishes in the top 10 in QBR ever, ever, ever. He's just not that guy. But the guys who might be available via trade and who are mentioned as as being available through trade, well, Carson Wentz, 28th in QBR, 20th in touchdowns thrown. Sam Darnold, 33rd and 32nd in the NFL. Mitch Trubisky, 20th and 20th, just behind Rivers. You don't want to take a step backwards unless you think somehow or another Matt Nagy was part of the problem and Frank Reich and Nick Sirianni can fix it. Then maybe you have a conversation. Uh, How about Matthew Stafford? He was 15th in QBR and 12th in touchdowns thrown. These are interesting times for the Indianapolis Colts, and it's going to be a wacko offseason, a complete insane mess of an offseason. And hopefully by the end of the thing, when training camp starts, the Colts, they got their guy. Or at least they're committed to a guy that gives a fan base like the Colts fan base a little bit of hope for brighter times moving forward that the Colts could find their Josh Allen. You know, the Bills moved up to take him in the draft. Patrick Mahomes slipped past the Chicago Bears when they drafted Mitch Trubisky. That's how huge this decision is for Chris Ballard. Do you want to, uh, like Matt Stafford is Philip Rivers minus the leadership qualities and the intellect. Not that Matt Stafford is stupid or not a leader, but man, Philip Rivers from the neck up, he's the best quarterback you're ever going to see play other than Peyton Manning. From the neck down, he's stationary. He, he is a stationary chicane. That's what Philip Rivers was in, uh, over the last probably four or five years of his career. You got to get a guy who's mobile. You got to th- get a guy who can stretch a defense. And you got to get a guy who's going to make good decisions and do it quickly. Do you draft this guy or do you sign this guy? Remember, Patrick Mahomes is a rookie, played behind Alex Smith before he got hurt, right? So what are you going to do if you're Chris Ballard? Do you make a trade? Do you go get a guy like Sam Darnold, who just a few years ago was acquired by the Jets? The pick to uh, get Sam Darnold was acquired from the Indianapolis Colts, right? Got the six overall pick, got some other stuff, and we still see Quentin Nelson and some of the remnants of that deal. Do you want to go out and get Sam Darnold? I don't want to go out and get Sam Darnold. There's no chance. Like, if that guy was going to be a winner, we'd have seen some kind of glimmer of that, right? So we don't know. But it's going to be fascinating. Do you sign a free agent? You want to trade for Matt Ryan? I don't think so. Matt Ryan is a slight upgrade. We're not in the game for slight upgrades. If you listen to owner Jim Ursay talk about the Colts, what they're in the game for is Super Bowls. You know, in a Super Bowl with Matt Stafford, he's never won a playoff game, ever. Phillip Rivers didn't have great success, never went to a Super Bowl, didn't have great postseason success, but Matt Stafford has had no success. Granted, he's been surrounded by a bunch of mediocres. However, still, he didn't elevate them, right? Just never happened. With Calvin Johnson, it never happened. You know, they haven't had all stiffs, and Dominican Sue was part of that team. Ziggy Ansah, part of that Lions team and franchise. Matt Stafford, you know what? I don't know what you do about Matt Stafford, and I don't know what you do about this position, but Chris Ballard has got to get this right. 
Because if he doesn't get this right, you get on the treadmill. It's kind of like Indiana basketball. If you don't hire the right coach, you're going to keep, or Texas football, you're just going to keep searching and searching and searching for the right guy. And it's going to define your franchise. And you're not going to get the banners that Jim Irsay demands. Let's talk about media for a minute. Big day at MS Communications in Indianapolis. Bob Richards, the market manager for the last four years or so, he's stepping down. He's going to be replaced by Taja Graham. I don't know Bob Richards well. We've had lunch a few times. I worked with Bob for a few months back in 2009 as management shifted to what it became and and now is with, uh, with Charlie Morgan being the market manager and then Bob Richards taking over when Charlie left for New York. David Wood is the program director at WIBC and now the vice president of programming for the entire cluster anyway. When management shifted, Bob was part of that shift. And I think he was a terrific market manager. I think he did a good, look, nobody's going to get a lot of praise when radio really as a medium is shrinking and you have to preside over a bunch of layoffs, many of which are really unpleasant and and horrible, obviously for the people who are swept up in them, but also for the management team who has to enact that plan. And all that keeps you from being awake all night, every night, is knowing that you did your best to make the cluster as as profitable as it could be so you could save as many jobs as you could possibly save. I think Bob did a really good job of that. You look at the four major brands, then the digital work that's been done by Emmis and Network Indiana, and you say, my goodness, you know what? They are doing as good a job producing programming as was being done 10 years ago, 15 years ago at Emmis, and they're doing it without nearly the robust staff that existed in 2005, 2010. So congratulations to Bob Richards, WIBC, a terrific radio station, 1070 The Fan, the home for sports programming in Indianapolis. Hank has grown into the market leader in country music and B105. People listen to it. So there you go. People want to hear Bonnie Tyler sing. People want to hear the soft AC uh, ramblings of Peter Cetera. What are you going to do? You know, <laughs> B105 is not my cup of tea, but for what it is, it's a really good radio station. So congratulations to Bob Richards and congratulations to Taja Graham, who's been the vice president of sales at Emerson Indianapolis for the last couple of years. And Taja is going to do a fantastic job as the market manager. Taja, I knew when I was at, Ma- at Emmis, and always smart, congenial, caring, empathetic, all the things that embody a terrific manager. So congratulations to Taja on this well-earned promotion. And, uh, you know, we'll see where the future takes. MS Communications and radio as a medium. I I still think that radio radio is viable and that radio is necessary. It is immediate. It is vibrant. It is interactive. It's all good things that media have to be. People love podcasts, right? Radio is podcasting at a higher level to me. So uh, podcasts, I love doing podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. But there's room for radio in that mix as well. Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent. Cannot wait to talk to you tomorrow morning at about 7 o'clock on Facebook Live and immediately thereafter on Periscope and Twitter. Talking about sports. 
You got the Pacers tonight at 7 o'clock. Can't wait. And we'll preview the IU-Iowa game that's going to be played tomorrow night. It's a late one at 9 o'clock, but that's all right. It's a Thursday. So let's let's live a little. Let's turn back the clock and live life like we did in our 20s, where we stay up late and we do stupid stuff on a Thursday because we got too much energy not to. Let's do that. Make a vow with me. I vow to be an idiot tomorrow night, stay up late, do stupid things, and cheer for IU over Iowa. How about them apples? We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Brought to you by the great people at today's dentistry, 317-849-2933.